Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 119, Xbox One. You mean they're not going with Ubu Ubu Wobble Wobble? May 22nd, 2013. Thank you for joining us a little later than normal in our podcast. We decided to push it back a couple days f- uh, so we could cover the Xbox, excuse me, Xbox One. Yes. It's true. It's true. Uh, this is, we are recording this the day after the Xbox show, and we have all kinds of new, or all kinds of information for you regarding Xbox One. So, to get to that, however, we have to, you know, talk a little about what we've been playing and everything, so let's get going with that. Oh. And with me this week, I have Patrick. What it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. So, let's get it on. Alright, so, I've been playing same two games I've been playing the last three or four weeks. Uh, been playing a ton of Guild Wars 2. Uh, just a quick update on my progress there. I hit level 50... What level did I hit? 57 today? Um, it's pretty easy to level. I mean, it's extremely easy to level in this game. I will say that the storyline in this game is amazing. I'd have to say that it may even be better than Star Wars, uh, the Old Republic storyline. Like, you know, how well, I don't. It, how well it was crafted. I don't, I don't know. I haven't played it. I was about to say, <laughs> uh, it's, it's really well done. Um, I will say that Star Wars has more, uh, or better voice acting, better, um, like, flow. But uh, Guild Wars, it definitely, it, and it, it's really, it's really getting good. Around level fifty, it really started getting good. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Minecraft, and I don't really talk about this much because it's Minecraft. But I am a, on an RPG server where there's three realms. You have your buying realm, your um, building realm, and your RPG realm. And I just, I've been on the server for a while, but I just got back on, and I just got a new town because uh, the the old town was abandoned. So, well, basically, what I've been doing is I made this huge parkour course for my town. And uh, for those of you who don't know what that means, basically, uh, it's a jumping puzzle, jumping game. And if you, basically, in mine... There's hella jumping. There is. In mine, it's all vertical, so you're pretty much always going up. And um, the thing about that, I think it's... 23 blocks or something like that, or 23, yeah, blocks high is when, if you fall from that distance, you die, and I think my highest puzzle is probably, like, 50, 60 blocks up, so the, it's pretty, it's pretty advanced, uh, parkour, I had a lot of fun making it, um, I, I didn't make it too hard, I mean, I'm able to, yeah, well, you have to play it, so. Well, I can fly, so. But not everyone can fly in the game. That's I the believe thing. I can fly. I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Oh. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing in Minecraft. Uh, but it's funny because I realized that I'm in the middle of this town, and there's there's countless towns in this server. And it's like, who's ever really going to do it? But then I'm like, you know what? It was fun building it. I don't really care. <laughs> next, I'm going I, to. I don't know. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I, I actually am probably going to look on... Look build a cat. Build a bat. 
<laughs> I'm probably going to look for a different server that um, is mainly about building awesome towns and see see about that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's it's funny because Guild Wars 2 and Minecraft are like old games. That, well, Guild Wars 2 is not that old, but you know they're older games. I've had them for a while, and I'm really into both of them right now. All right, Fulio, Fulio. What you been playing, Pat? Not a whole lot. I, I can. I'll just be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Gears of War Judgment. I mean, that's ever since I beat uh, Riptide, I played a little bit of. Uh, on the previous one, Resident Evil 6, which I, I'm really fighting myself to want to go back and play because I just hate the controls in it. I think they really, really messed that game up. Yeah, uh, the controls-wise, and like I said, like they get, they put you in a spot where you can't get out. You have to fire and shoot the, sh- the hell out of this uh, big-ass fat zombie, but you run out of ammo hella quick, and this thing can take hella bullets, and Oh well, I can't leave to get more ammo, and I can't kick them through the window magically. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you know. About that, so yeah. I don't know. I, I I've been just, and the funny thing is, that one of my um, cousins put a, a picture up of it said Resident Evil Seven: the 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 war ends or something like that. I don't know if that's official. Someone just made it. I don't know. But I, I put on there. I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to play that if it's exactly like six. Yeah, <laughs> you Seriously. know. But um, actually, I did. Speaking of Resident Evil. I do have another game on here I didn't put down. Um, but uh, I'm going to forget the name of it now. It's, I played a demo. The Resident Evil... What the hell was the name of that game? Resident... Resident Evil... Well, you got extremely loud all of a sudden. That was crazy. I don't know why. I actually thought I, I went lower. <laughs> anyway, it, it, it was not that bad. It was just kind of weird. Revelations. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they had a demo for it, and um, actually, I got to finish playing it to tell you the truth. Because what happened was, I started playing it, and um, okay, that's I, why I forget uh, they had a demo for it. And I started playing it, and something happened. I had to get off, so I didn't even get to finish the demo. Uh-huh. And that's why, why I wasn't even thinking about it when I made my list. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I gotta go back and finish that one. But going back to Gears, uh, I'm kind of wanting to go back to Gears 3. The map, same maps over and over. Yeah. Um, starting to get old. Yeah. And, like I said, there's like six maps. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just, I don't even there's six, there's... Yeah, about six. And it's just like you play the same ones over and over, and you just like at the point where it's like this is just starting to get really repetitive. Yeah, uh, that happens. But other than that, uh, Resident Evil Revelations demo and Angry Birds Star Wars. Um, cool. In fact, I just got done playing a shitload. Of, I pretty much I'm, I'm I played all of the what they have to offer. Like, they, there's some more that's supposed to be coming out, but you have to wait for the update. Yeah. Um, but. I started going back to try to get three stars on all the ones that I, you know, on the ones I've already beat. Uh-huh. There was a couple of them that were real hard, and I actually got, I figured, it's funny how, like, you keep trying and trying and trying, and then you sit back and then and try it again later on after you kind of not thinking about it, and you get it right away. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was easy. Why did I ever struggle for, with that? <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to say something about Rev, uh, uh, Resident Evil Revelations real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. It was originally on the 3DS as an exclusive title. 
Yeah, but it got such a. That's why I uh, recognize the title. It got such high acclaim, saying it's it's the best Resident Evil since RE4. So they 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 redid it for console. Well, the funny thing is, as I'm playing it, the controls are nothing like Resident Evil Six. Yeah. So they got that one right. Yeah. Well, the game the game uh, Revelation's been out for well over a year now. Uh, on three on three DS. On 3DS, yeah, but yeah. It's not on. Um... I know, I know. I'm just saying what they did is they basically took the 3DS version and just upgraded the graphics. Uh, well, that that was the way they should have it. Yep. Um. So let's move on to what's coming out for the week of five point six six one. You have Star Trek Online: Legacy of Romulus uh, pack for the PC. Leisure Suit Larry reloaded for the PC and Mac. As you can tell, there wasn't really much. <laughs> so yeah. I wanted to be able to have something in there. I'm going to... Uh... Grid 2 for oh, the PS3 and the 360. Cool, cool. And Fuse for the PS3 and the 360. And Spartacus Legends for the PS3 and the 360. Uh, we have a release update. Mortal Kombat coming to the PC. Um, uh, finally, after two years, I guess, they decided to bring it out. That's kind of uh, crazy. I mean, I could understand six months or whatever, but this is a long time. Combat edition of NetherRealm's 2011 fighting game launched digitally July 3rd with a physical release set for August 6th for uh, PC. Um, they also, it will include, uh, all the DLC characters, uh, Scarlet, Kenshi, Rain, and Freddy Krueger. Well, that's good so, for people who don't have the consoles, but it's kind of weird. It's so late. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, fighting games just are not popular on PC. I'm surprised it was made it at all. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, or I mean, also, excuse me, uh, June will also see new Gears of War D- uh, Judgment DLC, finally, called <laughs> Lost Relics. Uh, four maps, for if I'm correct, and uh, one of them is Checkout uh, from Gears 3. So three new maps, three totally new maps, and then one ma- uh, former map from uh, Gears 3. Cool. Uh, any new storage, or is it just the on the map stuff? stuff? It, I think they have a couple of little things, but nothing like I don't. It wasn't like no new characters or anything like that. Cool, cool. All right, well, um, because this episode is obviously all about Xbox One, we're gonna take our break and get to our, you know, get to the rest. We'll be right, uh, we'll be right back. back and 
And Patrick has four news stories before we get into the Xbox One stuff. Uh, Simpsons writer John uh, Vitti signs on for an Angry Birds movie. So, yeah, I mean... Is there any more to the news story than this? Yeah, really, not really. They yeah. they more talked about him stuff that he's done on Simpsons. Like I guess he was the one that wrote the Mister Plow uh, episode. Like uh, I guess that's one of the big famous ones from Simpsons. You know, yeah, I, I probably the most. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I remember it, but I'm just. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to make it seem like I don't know what they're talking about. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know which one that is. But yeah. yeah, other than that, that's. I mean, nothing about like what he has planned or anything. Yeah, so. I mean, we we talked about the Angry Burns movie when it was first announced and. Nothing's known about it. I'm I'm very curious how they're going to do it, what they're going to do. You know what I mean? It's got to be animated. It has to be animated. I mean, that's the only In way I can see it. In a world where pigs steal bird eggs <laughs> with no arms. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Where then birds will kill themselves to get those eggs back, but now they're dead. <laughs> Basically. Uh, all right. Another movie announcement. Assassin's Creed movie could be coming May 22nd, 2015. So we already knew they were making it, and we know they had their star and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, huh? I was just going to say, who's the star again? I, I know we talked about it, but... You're going to call me out on that, and I'm going to have to look <laughs> up the star. I'll have to look it up, so... Sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember I either. I didn't, I didn't uh, put... I normally put a link for, for that I was going to, and I chose not to. Because <laughs> I didn't think you were going to call me out on it. That's funny. <sighs> Excuse me. Dude, yawning. Do not do that. I'm yawning, too. <laughs> <laughs> Entertaining podcast where we yawn. Anyway, exactly. Um. So yeah, uh, that's cool. I mean, it's it's a little farther off than I expected, but uh, well, I'd rather them take their time to do it right. True, true. That's true. Um, I I think they could do a really good Assassin's Creed movie, depending on if they. I mean, they could go so many ways with it. They could keep it all in the past. They could keep it all in the present. They, I think they got to do both. They got to they got to do the whole thing. Desmond going being captured by the, the Templars of um uh what the hell was the name of that company? It's on the tip of my tongue. You mean you're talking about like extract, Assassin's Creed? Extract extractionists or whatever it's called? You're talking about like from the first Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. how they gotta go. You can't just skip I just you know, because, like, the thing is you can try to say, oh well Enzio they have three games with Enzio or four games with Enzio. Um Oh, three games, yeah. Two, Brotherhood, and Revelations. But you got to think, it all dates back in each one of those games. They talk about in, uh, Altair and stuff that he's done. How are you going to just completely skip that? Unless you're going to do Desmond going into the Animus as Enzio with him having flashbacks of Altair. That just seems like way too much going on. You have to do You have to do Altair, the Origins, of the Master Assassin and how it all started with with, with the Assassins and the Apple and, and Desmond going into the Animus. You, you got yeah, to. I just think it. I, I think that it could be done right, um, you know, going from Desmond into the Animus and stuff, but it almost sounds, like, really, really corny. Like... You well, know the game. I mean, how can it sound? How can it be? Well, I, I, no, I, I should, let me say, let me rephrase that. It sounds like something that a movie could be made out to be really corny. I'm not saying the the storyline itself is. I'm not saying the games were. I'm saying I could just see like the movie starting in an action scene. You know, just much like the first uh, game where you know uh, Desmond skipped the part where Desmond's first caught 
and skip that and then just kind of explain that and then he's on the run now and they yeah, have but... to set up and and then he goes into the uh, animus for like 90% of the movie and then the end is Desmond. I mean, I, I, I just think it would – it could work. Yeah, but see, even in the game though, they didn't show him getting captured. He just woke up – he woke up, he was captured and he woke up, you know – at excurgis or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. If I'm saying that wrong, but I got the idea of what the hell it's called. Um, but you know, um, that's what I'm saying is that doesn't make no sense to. Uh, I mean, they don't have to go as far as him getting kidnapped. They can, they can just start the movie with him waking up and go and then making him go into the the uh, animus. It'll be interesting. I think they will do something like that. Hell, yeah. you can even do. Sorry. But you can, truthfully, you might even be able to do, start off with Altair and have, at the end of it, have him waking up out of the uh, Animus. Oh, okay, so just skip skip that and then just go right into... Maybe. I mean, true fans would know what the hell's going on. That's what I was going to say. That would be good for true fans, and I think that would take away what my fear of it being kind of corny would be. Um, and, and it would also set up a good second movie. Yeah. All right. Um, still on me, right? Yep. Uh, okay, so getting kind of into the Xbox One stuff. Uh, strong words about backwards combat- compatibility from Microsoft. So Don uh, Maddock, uh says he's the, the head, uh, Xbox business head, Don Maddock, says that only 5% of customers play past-gen games on new systems. I don't know about that. With the exception of uh, the uh, DS and the 3DS and the Game Boy Advance, those that, that those three systems, I've never, pretty much never played any old old uh, games on the consoles. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna throw why his uh, his data is gonna be off or his 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 reasoning. This generation system had some really big multiplayer games. True. Uh, going from PS1 to PS2, no. From PS2 to PS3, no. From Xbox to Xbox 360, you had maybe Halo and Halo or Halo 2, basically, which they did keep up for a while, and then they finally shut down. Mm-hmm. Um. But, for example, for Hardcore Gears fans, are they going to magically come up with another Gears game somehow? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, or, or Black Ops 2, you know. Of course, they're, they're going to be trying to push Black Ops Ghost. But I'm just saying, there's, there, there's, there's a lot of different multiplayer game, people play, games that play, people play online. And that's why it's that, that percentage to me, you can't go by that because this is a whole new generation, the 360 and the PS3. There's going to be games on there that people are going to still want to play online and they're going to hope they can transfer their shit over onto the new generation system. Yeah. The majority of people are going to sell or trade in their system to get the new one. Yeah, that's – yeah, maybe some of them might. I mean, I, I – yeah – um, and that I mean, like like I said, the previous systems going from system to system to system, there wasn't anything that you you really had to transfer over to keep playing. The, the, be, you know, it was cool to be able to still play PS one games on the PS two, and it was still cool to play PS two games on PS three, but um, it was just a single player game. Now there's a lot of it was it's there's open alt multiplayer worlds 
you, you can't go by what the last the Xbox to the 360 did. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is, uh, I mean, this this is also the PS4. Uh, even though the PS4 talked backwards compatibility, they have uh, virtually no backwards compatibility. Well, here's, um, I, I got, I'll get into that right here. First, let me just tell you what he said, though, when I said the strong comment. Oh, yeah. If you're backwards compatible, you're really backwards, he says. Uh, the Xbox One will not support 360 games in Xbox Live arcade title players have purchased over the years will not be compatible on the next-gen platform. The PS4 is not backwards compatible with physical PlayStation 3 discs or PlayStation Network games, though Sony uh, partnership with uh, Geek... Gaikai. Gaikai. I knew it was going to be something like that. Will allow the users to stream older titles on the new system. However, it's not known if... If it'll work. If it'll work, if it'll how much it'll cost, if it's if it if what happens if you already own the game, do you have to rebuy it? You know, there's uh, the PS4 has more backwards compatibility because of Gaikai. But at the same time, they they have said that I mean, it hasn't been proven that it'll ever amount to anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. I mean, in all honesty, if I'm not gonna be able to play Gears of War no more. I'll be keeping my 360, and then I can still play that online. You yeah, know, have the servers up, and that's how I feel too. Because you know what, you're, you're saying that a lot of people will turn in their systems. Yeah, but how much is a 360 worth now? Fifty bucks, seventy five bucks. Yeah, okay, that's fifty bucks less. You I, have to turn the new I know. System. I know. I'm just saying. I'm, that... I'm just saying though, like if, if if you were able to transfer your stuff over to the other console, there would be no need to keep the console. I'm really, yep. the 360. I'm really surprised that they're they're not allowing you to transfer your uh, live games though. Yeah, that's chicken shit. Just like when Wii U came, oh, all those games you you bought on on our uh, network, yeah, yeah, you're 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 screwed. You we're not gonna allow you to see. And the thing about Nintendo is is unfortunately they kind of said that from the very beginning. But the thing about Xbox is because it, it's tied to your user or your your uh, gamer Game tag. I always I never thought they would do this. You know, this is something, and this is again, you can't really. I mean, we've said this many times. You can't really compare PC to. Xbox, but this is something you'd never see Steam do, and this is one of the reasons Steam will always be uh, not more popular, but be a viable uh, platform, because you would never see Steam go, we're upgrading our, our system and uh, to a new OS, and you can't play any of the old games, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something, Steam would go out of their way to make sure that you had access to all your old games. Uh, of course, they're two different things, but I'm just saying, and and it's that really surprised me, um, and it really makes me kind of mad. I own very little Xbox Live games, um, and those that I do own, I'm gonna keep my Xbox, so it doesn't really matter. But what happens in ten years from now when you can't find an Xbox 360 and you want to go back and play some of those games? You know, that's what that's what gets me. Well, uh, final one. Microsoft says they know how important used games are. So pretty much what they said, uh, I'll just get this right to the point so we can get move on. Uh, the secondary market, um, let's see, who said this again? Uh, someone from <laughs> Microsoft, I don't well, see where their name is yeah, now. But anyways, pretty much said, the secondary market was important in our current generation. We diagnosed Xbox One understanding secondary market would be important in the new generation as well. We are will share more details, but people should know that it is designed criteria for us on the new Xbox. 
In other words, and it also saying um, Microsoft told Wired yesterday that the Xbox One will require secondhand users to pay a fee to play the used games. The fee has not been, speci- been specifically specified. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you? I can't. It's hard for me to say certain words. Fuck you. Excuse me. Screw you. <laughs> Microsoft's official stance is that platform has been designed to enable our customers to trade in and resell games for, at retail. So, in other words, they're saying that you still can do this, but they're going to charge a fee. Now, depending on how much the fee is, I don't have a problem with this. Well, because one, I don't ever, I very rarely ever buy a used game. Yeah. But even if I was someone or someone who was buying used games all the time, they got to realize. Microsoft or PlayStation or whatever. I don't, I'm not saying PlayStation is going to do this too. I don't, you know, but what I'm saying is, is these system like for for this generation for the PSP and 360 or even the Wii, when they buy these games, use games, they're not getting profit from it. Now yeah. I thought I used to think they still got profit from, it, but they don't. Only like the stores like GameStop or whatever. You know, that's the big one. So yeah, they just have if, to have if a there is some kind of resell. mom and pop. Yeah, if there is still some kind of mom and pop game store. Then they're getting all the profits now. Now, personally, I'm surprised that these companies haven't gone out and said, "Look, we need to get like five percent of what you're getting off these used games." Yeah, or you know, or something. I'm just to file five percent. Yeah, but um, I don't blame them for wanting to get a little piece of the money. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were worried that GameStop was going out of business, but I'm like, other than Best Buy, where else are you going to buy games and consoles? Yeah, GameStop. <laughs> I'm I'm just hoping the one thing I'm hoping is uh, this is not well okay uh, either one of two things either Microsoft will then take this money and pay the individual companies per used game sold like EA Activision whatever or this money will be charged to GameStop and not directly to us and I'm- it, I'm thinking, like, say they would resell this game for 15 bucks. It's not going to be 20 bucks because five bucks of it's going to go to Microsoft. And if I'm that's just, if that's like... the case, that's fine. But I would, what I would hate to see is, let's say uh, you go and buy a Madden game, right? And GameStop is like, okay, well, it's 15 dollars to buy this game, and then you get home and you put it in and it says, in order to play this game, you have to pay uh, five dollars to Microsoft. And then you you pay the five dollars, and then you get in the game, and then EA's like, "Well, you need to pay us fifteen dollars to play online." You know what I'm saying? I hope it's not that triple transaction. Now, if Microsoft's paying, or it, I'm sorry, if Microsoft's charging GameStop, then that's fine. Or if Microsoft is paying the individual companies, that's fine too. I just hope it's not a three step process because that would well, the a- only games that would happen to would be online games, e- EA games, or something. You know, oh, that's like, yeah, true. right like, now, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, um, like, like those sports games. I mean, yeah, there, because all, like with gears and all them, they didn't, they don't have passes for you to get on there. Oh, really? I don't remember, I don't remember putting one in. I'd have to look. Uh, and there is a few updates to this story. Um, since we're getting into you know, Xbox stuff. Um, so basically, oh, yeah, basically, Major Nelson said that. Um, okay, so the whole used game thing and, and this brought up the question of. What happens if I want to play my game on another console? Um, as long as you can sign in to your username, which, remember, is totally on the cloud, so it literally only takes your username and password, and bam, you're on, you're on your name. Um, as long as you can sign into your user or your gamer tag, 
you can play that game on any console. So it's not like you take it to a friend's house and you, you and you, you have to pay a fee to play it on their console. Also, any uh, username um, on the console that the game was registered to can play that game. In other words, uh, you know, if you have like you, your brother, your sister, your mother, and your father all on the same console, uh, one person registered it and everyone can play the game. So that that's not that bad. I mean, I, I like Patrick said. I, I don't have a problem with this as long as it's not like they're gonna re charge you double, like make it to where used games would cost the same as new games. It wouldn't make any sense anyway. But um, I just think that basically what'll happen is GameStop will end up making less of a profit, which really they make enough profit on used games as it is. So, uh, and the last update is uh, oh, I already said it. So that that was it then. All right, well, have a great podcast. Or, oh, show. Uh, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that was it for news, but we have a ton of Xbox One uh, information. I'm going to go through most of this pretty quickly. Um, Patrick, please interrupt me if you have anything to say about specific notes, um, and I will elaborate on certain ones too. Uh, yeah, let's so, get through this. I'm hungry. Uh, so the show started <laughs> out showing how um, voice commands are now fully integrated with the system. They started out by showing off the new Xbox on command that just boots up the Xbox. And the second it booted up, Connect recognized um the the here's the thing. They didn't specify exactly how it happened. It just says it, it recognized it, but I'm pretty sure what happened was it was voice recognition. It yeah. signed him into his profile because of his voice. So, um, so that's thing, that, that's cool. But the one thing that's gonna be bad about that is if you have a cold one day and you're like, Xbox on. And it's what? like, who the fuck are you? And then, I, then like a, a defense mechanism goes on and starts shooting at you from you know your Xbox. <laughs> They're like, it's me, you son of a bitch. And no, Xbox is just like, no, antivirus, antivirus. I also think that uh, it recognizes your, it can sign you in by your face and stuff too. And you can also yeah. manually sign in, of course. What if you got a black eye because the night before you were in the bar fight or you got a fat lip and it's like, I cannot recognize you, Then Mongol. you use your controller. Oh. <laughs> um, and then what he... if your hands got cut off? Oh. Yeah. Then, he, then they showed off some of the uh, dashboard, which looks very similar to the current dashboard, only uh, um, they said it was uh, much more customizable now. There's a new trending area which shows... Uh, what's popular not only on Xbox Live, but also what's popular with your friends. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I'll talk yeah. a little more about that later. The only thing bad about that is what if you're looking up like pornos on the internet on your Xbox and it's like, your friend really likes being hey. bound and have stuff shoved up his nose. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, Why does everything got to be perverted with you, man? Well, that is a fetish, technically. Uh, Probably is. That yeah, I know, surprising. huh? And... Uh, I, I don't know how you feel about this, Pat. We kind of talked about this before, but they went in. They then went into the uh, integration with TV. Um, they showed off specifically Comcast, and I'm not sure exactly how it works. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing uh, you still have to have a Comcast box. Uh, uh, this is how I'm gonna think is gonna happen. Now, is it gonna be compatible? The thing is, is it gonna be compatible with all? We'll say three, because over here in California, you pretty much you have. 
Comcast, Comcast, DirecTV, DirecTV or and Dish. Dish. And I'd say, um, yes, it'll be compatible with all three of those. Okay, then that must mean in the back there's going to be a port for to you, for you to put something like an HD cable. Or it is. It, or... There's an HD HDMI out. Okay, okay. There's going to be something. In, sorry. There's going to be something. And yeah, that's how it's going to access your 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 thing. Yeah. Now it's this, now this is cool. It's, this is cool. Um, the only thing is, is I, I don't know if I want to be running my Xbox like that. I know. I thought of that now, too. Now, if they made it to where it was like a cable box, where you know you could have the same cable box for freaking six or eight years, you know, <coughs> and it could be on constantly, not have a problem. Yeah. If they made it like that, then fine. Yeah. But something tells me they didn't add that. <laughs> well, right now, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, so I think what's going to happen is. Um, the Xbox will be used as a relay. Basically, um, you know how like they have Apple TV, Google TV. Basically, I think that's basically what it's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. You're still going to have to have your uh, Dish box or your or your um, Comcast. You okay? Yeah, I just had like a tickle in the back of my throat. Yeah, you're still going to have to have your cable box or your, or your Dish box or whatever, and that's going to hook up into the system. Um, but it was really cool because basically. Uh, he it, he was showing how easy it is to flip between all the features like t- live TV, music, games, movies, and uh, internet browser. With this. yeah, cause he was like, um, you know, playing a game or whatever, and he was like, uh, watch Xbox, watch TV, and it switched right over. Yeah, and then and then Xbox and he was like, yeah, Xbox Spike and, TV, and it went to his Spike TV. And then he was like Xbox Internet Explorer, and then the system blew up because it's Internet Explorer. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but and then it went straight to the <laughs> to the browser, and then he was like Xbox Movie, and then uh, Star Trek popped up. So yeah, well, the the thing is though is, um, I mean it's that's the one thing that's gonna be cool. I mean that like you're not gonna have to remember channels. Like I mean, but pretty much, but if you have a certain channel, like I can tell you right now, if you said, "Hey, what channel is the, the A's game on?" Uh, six ninety eight. Uh, you know, what I, mean? like, yeah, I know yeah. what channels my shows are on. You know what I mean? What 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 channels the Giants came on? Six ninety six. I can tell you right now. You know what I mean? It's funny because I used but, to know all my channels until uh, well, obviously I moved out here. It's different stations. I guess that's why. But but it is kind of cool though for the fact that you can just sit there and say you know HBO, and see yeah. what, what movies are on. And then you can say okay, uh, Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Adventure. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. If if you know like. It's, let's say um, you know eight o'clock on a on a Sunday. It's like um, Xbox, Family watch, Guy, watch Simpsons. Yeah, Family Guy, Simpsons. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now my only thing is, what about I was gonna say, what about shows like Simpsons, Friends, or those shows that are syndicated, or or like uh, um, that '70s show? And it's like watch that '70s show, and it's like no, this is an old episode. Well, that '70s show's old, but you know what I'm saying. Well, but see, no, it wasn't just say the name of the whatever you want to watch necessarily. It was more. Like, like why I said Bill and Ted was just because like it said show H what's on HBO and there's like HBO one two three or whatever and then it gave the guide of what what was on each channel. So oh, that's you, true. It did do that, huh? Yeah. Then it would show like okay, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures on um, uh, uh, Harold and Kumar go to uh, but White Castle. He did specifically uh, give a voice command to go to a specific show too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was but it was when why the while the guide was up. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay, um, so that's all cool. Uh, the seamless transition is is um, if it works as good as it sh- it was shown, um, it's pretty amazing. It's uh, again, it's 
instant changing from whatever you want. Why would you want that? It's kind of weird, but I mean, huh? People are lazy. Well, I'm saying I can understand going from a game to check the score on a uh, on a I mean, a video game to check the score on a on a sports game real quick, like live TV and then back to game. I can understand that, but doing all this other stuff, it's like it's almost over the overkill, but I guess since it's there, it might be useful once in a while. Yeah. And the cool thing is connect gestures fully integrated with with your with your live TV. Not only voice, as we were talking about, but also, you know, you can change the menu with your hands and stuff like that. Um, and anytime you want to stop what you're doing and go back to the main screen, you take your hands and close them into a, like, a, you know, close them. Yeah. And then it goes to, the, goes to the dashboard, and then you reopen your hands from the middle, and it goes back to what you were just doing. That was kind of cool if you ever want to check something. But yeah. the next feature is something that, I don't utilize enough on my uh, computer running Windows 8 that I think will be awesome for Xbox. The snap mode. Basically, this is the feature on Windows 8 that lets you run two things at once. And uh, basically, you'll have uh, two-thirds of the screen taking up one thing and one-third of the screen taking up another. In this case, they showed Skype being run on the right side of the screen while they were watching a movie on the left side. So that was pretty cool. Oh, and, and speaking of Skype, Skype is fully integrated with the video chat, and you can chat at 1080p. It's the most advanced uh, camera, basically out there for video chat. <clears throat> By the time the Xbox comes out, though, they'll have two other things that are way better. I know, probably. <laughs> not, that's not talking shit about Xbox. That's just you know how technology is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so basically, yeah, you can, and then Snap is pretty cool because you can have, you know, up to ten people chatting on the right side while you're watching a movie or whatever else. Uh, now, I found something interesting. I don't know if Snipe, 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 Skype video will be able to be used in while you're gaming. I've heard rumors that they didn't say it at the show, but they did not say it either. Um, basically, they said you can you can use this snap feature when you're watching movies, listening to music, on, uh, surfing the internet. But they never said that you can use it while playing video games. Of well, course, so the, the Skype part, the video part. Of course, you'll still be able to use uh, voice chat. I mean, you don't. In all honesty, do you think that they're not? I mean, do you think they they don't have the same technology as PS4 to where you can look into look in on someone else's game? Uh, I I don't know. They didn't mention it. They didn't mention it, but... I mean, they might, or it might be something... Like I said, I was going to say this at the end, but I'll just say no, I don't care. Uh, At the end of the day, we're going to go through all this stuff, and you're going to sit there and say, well, what about this, what about that? E3's still coming up. Oh, yeah. And this was just a reveal... Reveal? Reveal? (laughs) (laughs) Of the console. It wasn't meant to be... To show you everything about the console, it wasn't there to be all about the games. It was just there to, to give you a little bit of taste of something. Well, s- since you did say it right now, do you want to see? You want to know what I took from this show? X or Microsoft listened to what the PS4 fans were mad about that they didn't get to see in their show, and yeah. made sure that they showed them in this show. And and then yeah, and, and, and like I was, I was talking to a couple of friends, and I said this to you before we did the podcast. There's going to be fanboys that push the Xbox, or even for the PS4. 
that if we're gonna push the, the push the console what what was shown and be like it's the best shit in the world. And then there's gonna be those trolls that are gonna tell you how stupid everything was and they should have done this, they should have been that. But at the end of the day, I personally think Xbox did a better job than PS3. Or P- than Sony, excuse me. PS4 I, I, and I, I'm kind of at uh, crossroads because I think Microsoft did a better job at certain things, namely yeah. showing off their console. <laughs> yeah. Um but PS4 they um they they showed more in general. Yeah. Now that's not necessarily like I said, two weeks away, what do we have? Yeah, yeah, I know. E three. It's E three. So to me, they gave you enough to hold you over till E three happens and then they have a whole fucking three days of E three to do yeah. to do all this other stuff. Yep, yep. And I think they I think they did it the right way. Yeah, I mean they did but, it right before uh, you Huh? I was just saying, yeah. They did it right before E3, and so people are like, they're not mad about what they didn't see because they know they're going to see it really soon. Um, all right, so let's keep going. So one cool thing, if, if you're really into fantasy uh, sports, is the integration of, of this with live sports. Mm-hmm. They showed basketball and, and football. I'm assuming there'll be baseball too, but who knows. No, I'm pretty sure it'll be all the sports. Yeah. Uh, basically, you can open up a mode where like let, they were showing basketball. Um, when as soon as someone scores, the fantasy information is updated on your right side. All the stats for the players and all the fantasy information. And um, not only that, but you can actually check other things like stand uh, league standings, uh, highlight videos. You can watch highlight videos while you're watching a game. That's, that was kind of cool. And other clips. And basically anything that you can do like online, you can do uh-huh. on, this, on this side app. So that's cool. If you, I mean, for for hardcore sports fans, I'm sure you'll you'll use that. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> truthfully, uh, truthfully, uh, uh, I mean, I'll be watching the game, <laughs> so on my laptop for that. But yeah, I know what you mean. Say, for example, I mean, sometimes with the Monday, the I mean, the Thursday night game or the Sunday night, if it's a game I don't really want, maybe I don't want to really watch, and I want to play a game. I can still get my updates, so that that's cool. But I mean, like, I'm the type of I'm so hardcore into football that I'm watching it all day on Sunday. Sundays, like when it's football season, Sundays, Monday night, and, and Thursday nights don't bug me. Saturdays are iffy because I like college football too, but I, I can, you know, work yep. around college. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. So uh, the Xbox One guide is a TV guide, um, and like Patrick was saying earlier. Uh, it's all voice operated. You can go f- to any show that's up there just by giving the ex- exact show name or show station. Um, basically, any way that you can navigate to a station, um, this allows you to do it. Uh, what's next? Oh, and okay, and then he then he showed off the favorites a base a, a little bit, which is basically like a, a upgraded version of the pin system that's currently on there. Um, basically, you can favorite anything, and I'm pretty sure you can favorite anything from cert- particular web pages on Internet Explorer to games to apps to uh, TV stations and all that. And it basically pops up when you hit your favorites, and you can go to them easily. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like, again, it's it's reorganizing the dashboard. Um, and we talked about trending a little bit earlier, and um, so if if your friend is watching something on TV, it'll say what they're watching, and you can just hit the button or you know make a gesture, and you can join basically watch what they're watching at the same time. Um, and you can actually do this for 
movies that are on 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 um, on the marketplace too. So if they're watching a movie and they're like, I mean, you you have to pay for it still, you know. But or if it's Netflix, you know, you can just hit it and you'll start watching that same movie or show. Uh, after this, they kind of transitioned into more of the technical stuff and, and left the TV stuff alone. Uh, so some of the information is it. Some of this information is not directly from the show. It's it's from um, their their blog posts. So um, so the system will have eight gigabytes of DDR3 RAM, which is fine. It's a little little lower in than um, PlayStation 4s, but the truth is, RAM these days are so similar that eight gigs of DDR3 and eight gigs of GDDR5 are not far off from each other. Um, the Xbox One will have eight core Microsoft custom CPU. Um, basically, it's very similar again to the uh, uh, PS4 one. Not surprising. And it didn't mention anything about the video card, but I'm guessing it'll be basically just like the PS4 one, very uh, powerful. Awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, and then they uh, then they talk about Wi-Fi Direct, which Basically allows you to connect two Wi-Fi devices or connect another Wi-Fi device to your Xbox. I'm guessing that they'll. I be... missed that part. Huh? Yeah, they just mentioned it very briefly, and they didn't even say. Yeah, like I said, be... I skipped through some of it just yeah. to make sure I was able to get through the majority of it. And they didn't exactly say what it's going to be used for, but I'm going to tell you. I think that what they're going to do is they're going to make it to where that smart glass app on your phone on your PC uh-huh. will be able to connect directly to the Xbox 360. Um, eliminating latency. Remember how when we, I think I used, you were over here when I used it, and it's like I hit the button and it would take a second before it would show up on the screen? Yeah. It would basically eliminate that totally, and it would give you uh, direct um, uh, uh, direct back and forth between your console and your computer, your console and your phone. That was the other thing, too, if I remember right. Sorry, but uh, you mentioned the phone, made me think of it. With the TV, you can also look through the guide or through the smart glass. And stuff oh, that, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the smart glass, they haven't told exactly what it's going to be all about, but it is going to be used much like the Vita is being used for the PS4. Um, however, it's not clear if you're going to be able to play to transfer games or play games on your phone or computer powered by your 360 as you can with the Vita. That'll be or not 360 uh, one, I guess I could call it. That'll be interesting if you can. Um, they also talk about it'll be USB 3.0 for super speed transfers, so that's nice. Of course, Blu-ray and uh, Bluetooth, um, fully integrated, so you can use your Bluetooth headsets or whatever. That that's really nice. And uh, it's a 64-bit architecture, which basically uh, any modern computer is 64-bit. It's just run. I really don't know what that means. It's it's. I know it's it's better. <laughs> Now here's the interesting thing. They're going to run off of a, off of three OSs working together. The first is a custom Xbox OS, which is basically going to run the game side of it and stuff like that. And this will this is much sim, much similar to the Xbox 360. The second one is a Windows OS kernel, which is much like Windows 8. Excuse me, and will run a lot of the apps such as um, uh, Skype and other ones like that. And then the Connect has its own OS, basically, that integrates into both of these for the seamless transitions. That's how you get the seamless transitions. That's how you get the ability to use the snap. That's how you get the ability to use two things at once. Mm-hmm. Because one is running off of 
um, one OS, one's running off the other kernel, and Connect is making them work together. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, if it works right and if it doesn't ever freeze, then it's going to be a very interesting and very cool feature. Um, and it's it's much it's actually much like the fact that PS4 is saying that they have the two chips. One's a backup chip that does things in the background. Well, it's basically the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, oh, the connect transfer rate is over 2 gigabytes a second. That's crazy fast. And that's that allows for uh, the detect- detecting of body uh, motion that was unthinkable on the connect 1. They can actually tr- uh, detect when you transfer weight. They can detect the um, emotions in your face and even read your heartbeat. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it's really interesting. Yeah, and so then they then they kind of went over the controller. They didn't really say much about the controller except um, like the D pad is redesigned, and words or word on the internet is it's actually designed after the uh, Nintendo's controller or uh, D pad, which is actually uh-huh. which is actually one of the best in the is the best one. Um, they they were talking about pressure sensitive that it gets. I'm thinking they're saying it gets used to how hard you press the buttons and then kind of works with you. Huh. Uh, yeah. And then, so then, then they went to smart glass and they talked about how, uh, you can use smart, gra- smart glass as a controller for the Xbox 360 and it will be your second screen. Exactly what that entails. They have not said, um, so yeah. And the connect is actually what, um, so, this is kind of interesting. It's the Connect unit that actually is what your controller, your smart glass, and the Xbox all connect to. So the Connect itself is a processor in its own, basically. Uh huh. So that that's what does a lot of the processing. Um, they're they're increasing their servers worldwide from fifteen thousand to three hundred thousand. And um, a little fact they said, I don't know if you heard this, they said they'll be using more compute, computing power, power for the Xbox One than the whole world was using in 1999. Damn. So, yeah. Um, cloud will cloud saves, movies, and everything else will be totally integrated with the system. You'll never have to worry about losing data or anything because it's all uploaded to the cloud automatically. Um, th- and then they talked about their game DVR, which they didn't show much, but basically you can record... Edit and upload anything that you do on games or anything. That's really cool. Yeah, like, sometimes you're like, dude, I did this. You couldn't believe it. I wish you could have saw it. And now uh, you can have people see it. I'm just really, really hoping they did the smart thing and they're gonna have Twitch, um, or or UStream or something where you can hook up di- directly because this uh, with the PS4 you can, you can hook up directly to those services and stream directly to the internet. So that yeah. I mean, I really want that feature and. It's one of the things that makes me want a PS4 over this, over the Xbox One, but, you know. Um, oh, and this is interesting. They said that they have a new way to search for multiplayer games, like matches and stuff. And the console will actually do it in the background while you're doing other things. You could be watching a movie or playing a game, and when it has a good match for you, it'll tell you. And you can switch right over to that. Um, but because of because of the way they're doing their servers now... They're promising bigger matches, more persistent worlds, and um, things like that. So you could see, you could possibly see an always-on, um, you know, 128 versus 128 um, uh, first-person shooter, where it it never ends. You just keep 
you know, scoring, you keep taking over territories, you know, stuff like that. Hmm. Kind of like a, a PvP MMO, but always on. It, it's, it could be possible on the Xbox now, is what they're saying. That's cool. And then EA came out and kind of rambled on about FIFA 14, Madden 25. I fast-forward to that. And, and, yeah. NBA I Live. mean, like, okay, cool, yeah, they look more in-depth, they look, you know, blah, blah, I mean, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I actually, I got the basic information and then fast-forwarded through it. Uh, but basically, FIFA 14, Madden 25, NBA Live 14, and the and a UFC game um, will all be running on the new EA Sports Ignite engine, which gives ten times more animation, depth, and detail, true player motion, 3D crowds, and dynamic sidelines. Um, they're also going to have daily stream of new content that impacts the game as you play it. What exactly that means, they didn't say. Um, one thing that they said is... is, is Maybe it's going to be, like, it's going to be so updated that, like, um, you know, a player gets hurt. Then, like, when you go to, if you're playing a season, maybe he, he's not going to be in the next game. Like, yeah. he'll be on the DL automatically. That'd be interesting. Or maybe, say it's a baseball game, um, it it goes by that the lineup for that day if you're playing, you know what I mean? That, Maybe, that'd be pretty interesting as long as you were you could turn it off. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they also said that there's a lot of exclusive content um, for the Ultimate Team Mode for FIFA 14 coming later this year for the Xbox 360, uh, which, you know, here in America, we don't really... FIFA's not really a big thing, but uh, worldwide, it's the biggest sports game, so... And I guess Ultimate Team Mode is, is the best of the best. All right, next thing, it was a look at the new Forza. Um, you know, it looked beautiful, but really not much about it. And then, did you see the, the little teaser trailer for Quantum Break? Uh, yeah. With that young girl, and then she has some... Really, really didn't so much. Um, young girl with some crazy powers. Looks like maybe she can manipulate time. It looks pretty cool. It's an original IP. Uh, and then Microsoft Studios came out and said, well, you know, we're talking about these things, and we're going to have 15 exclusive uh, titles out from Microsoft Studios within the first year. Eight of them are brand new IPs. So that's that's kind of exciting. I, it's always nice to see new IPs, in, especially in this day and age when it doesn't happen very often. Um, they went over some more TV stuff, which was like a, a little overkill. Yeah. Uh, they actually said TV will be more personalized and immersive. Um, Xbox will provide real-time recommendations depending on what you what you're watching and what you have watched, and it also said that it'll be integrated socially so you can share and and uh, all that stuff with your friends. And then one of the bigger announcements of the show, which was all, kind of rumored already, but one of the bigger announcements was uh, a live-action Halo TV show on the Xbox One network, um, and will be a collaboration of 343 Studios and Steven Spielberg. Yep. Um, it should be pretty good. And then they, they went back to sports again and said, and even though they didn't say it earlier, it was kind of implied, that they're, they have even a further partnership with the NFL now for exclusive content um, that will totally utilize the smart glass and connect um, together to bring you uh, sports like never seen, seen before. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, then basically they said before we end the show and and talk Call of Duty, um, expect uh, tons of new content, um, demos, and more information at E3 in a couple weeks. 
Uh, I will talk a little about uh, Call of Duty. Basic, Ghost. Yeah, Call of Duty Ghost. Basically, the first thing they said is, hey, um, for the foreseeable future, all Call of Duty DLC will launch first on the Xbox One. Hmm. Um, exclusive, basically exclusive, not exclusive, but, you know, it'll launch first. Um, they said the new Call of Duty engine is crazy awesome for the next gen, and I agree, it looks amazing. Um, some of the things that they said about this game is, uh, they, they wanted to do something new and different, a new storyline, and I really appreciate that because I'm so tired of the other storylines that I really, I haven't bought a game since I think Modern Warfare 3. Um, (laughs) but this Ghost game looks really awesome. Um, and they, their, their new engine basically... The closer you get to the characters and the walls and everything, the better the graphics are. Uh, meaning, it, it actually changes to where when you're up close, it looks better. Because, better. Yeah. you know, you don't need all that detail when you're looking from far away. Oh, dude, the details, though, in the... Um, like, when they were showing, like, the Modern Warfare 3, the arms, it was just arms. Yeah. And then, like, they're like, oh, it was, like, the best at the time. And then they're showing the arms for ghosts, and it's like... It looks like you're looking down at human arms, like hair yeah, and veins. That was, and that was crazy. That was nuts. Um, they Also, they'll have a dog squad member. That's cool. Yeah. I guess they have before, but never has it been like a main Well, character. it's more the dogs. What the dogs is, is like either the enemy would call the dogs to attack you, or in a multiplayer, you can summon dogs if you get a certain kill streak to go after uh, uh, the enemy. But it, it was never a, like an actual member of your squad. Yeah. And the it looked so realistic, so um, detailed. It, it was crazy. Yeah. Some of the things that they're bringing to this that have never been in the series is dynamic uh, maps that change as you're playing them. Um, total character customization, more than just, you know, pick from one of five characters, models. Um, and then, like Patrick was saying, they, they showed the comparison side by side of the new Ghosts and Modern Warfare 3, and the graphics are just amazing. And then they showed the Call of Duty Ghost trailer. If I can find just the trailer, I'll go ahead and post it. Post it. If not, I'm sure it's it won't be too hard to find in the next couple of days. Um, and before we, um, well, we're almost done. I, I wanted to talk about two things um, that they have talked about. They have talked about since the show, but they didn't talk about in the show. Uh, they raised the friends friends list to one thousand people, one thousand friends. Um, and people are still bitching. Yeah. Uh, this is up from 100. And I'm not sure if people are mad because 1,000 is not enough or what. But basically, that's 10 times more than you could have on the Xbox. I, I don't see how it cannot be enough. I mean, unless you're a celebrity person. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like for example, Celeste, we've had her on here before. She, she was always talking about how she has a whole bunch of people who want to be her friend and a whole bunch of people that always want to play with her. She has Someone to like that. around. Huh? She was saying how she has to delete people to add new people when she when, exactly. they, when she wants to play with them. Now, the average person like me, I actually was just told the other day, oh, I was trying to add you to your friends list. I was trying to add – I was trying to send you a friend request, but your f- list is full. And I was like, really? I didn't even realize I had that many people. Really? Then I started wow. going through it, and there's people that are not even, haven't even been online in, since like 2010. Yeah. Or there's people that, uh, that I really don't like, <laughs> uh, a certain friend of ours, ex-girlfriend, that – had an Xbox and I was like I still have this chick on my freaking X on my friends list so I had to do a little cleaning of house yeah but um I mean tip, tip normal like I said we're almost to the next generation of of Xbox and I 
just was told that my list was full at 100 people. Yeah, I mean, so, mine... I mean the average people person, I, I don't, I don't see how you can complain that a thousand isn't enough. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I, mean? I think I have maybe 20, maybe 30 people on my app, very most. Um, another thing that they talked about is the. Now this is kind of confusing. I'm just gonna kind of say it what I've read, and yes, it's gonna sound confusing because we don't know the whole details yet. Um, even even though you will not have to be online all the time to play your games, you will have to have the ability to connect to their servers um, every now and then to continue to use the system. Basically, what's been said is... I, I, I think it's just for updates. I mean, I think you're still going to be able to do anything you can with it, but if you really want those bugs fixed, you're going to have to connect every once in a while the, to get updates. Well, the president of... Uh, see, this is the thing, and he didn't give any more details on this, so who knows exactly what it means. When asked, how long can you go um, playing a single-player game without connecting to the Internet? He says, I believe it's 24 hours. I don't see how it, it should matter at the end of the day, but we'll see what... I, like I said, until we get more information from E3 and until we actually get the console in our hands, it's just hearsay, I think. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I just wanted to, to finish this off. I wanted to say a few things that I expected to see and that a lot of people expected to hear that did not get talked about much. Um, Smart Glass, they talked about it a good amount, but they never exactly said what it's what the upgrades are going to be and how it's going to integrate with the system. Microsoft, E3. Yeah. Microsoft has implied a lot, and there's been a lot of buzz about Smart Glass, but we don't exactly know what it's capable of. Um... There's no real look about what Xbox Live is going to be. Is it going to cost? I'm sure it will. Is it? Is it going to? What do you? What is it going to? You know, what's going to well, be? I know at least one good thing in it. They're getting rid of the Microsoft points. Oh, oh, are they? Yeah, I actually that was a story I wanted to put in. I completely forgot until just now. But yeah, they're they're taking off. They're going to go to real live money like PS3. Yeah, that was a rumor. I'm, I'm not surprised. So. I read the story. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, but basically, they showed a few screens um, with a black background. I, I don't think that they finished the, that oh, part Oh, so that's yet. your problem is because it was a black background? No, that's, I actually like that. But anyway. You racist. Um, they, just, they just didn't show much, I guess you could say. Um, and then the last thing that – no, and then no – yeah, again, no talk about Xbox Live cost. And they didn't talk about used games, but again, since then – They've talked about it, so I can cross that one off the list, actually. E3 with the cost, too. I, I'm, I'm just going to throw well, it out there. Well, I'm guessing it'll... I mean, it's been 15... Or, not 15. It's been about the same ever since um, Xbox. Didn't the Xbox original Xbox cost, right? For any access. Uh, I never had an original Xbox. Oh, okay. I yeah, play. the original Xbox cost, I think it was like 75 bucks. When Xbox 360 came out, they split it to silver and gold, and gold cost, I think it was like $60. Silver and gold. And silver so, and basically, gold. it's always been within that range, and I think it's going to be the same. But, you know, they did. I think that that's why they didn't say much. It's not going to change. Well, probably not. All <laughs> right, so that is it for this week's episode. Okay, real quick, uh, before we go to our plugs... Uh-huh. I wanted to go over my contests again. Uh, we, I'm, I don't, are we still doing the other contest? Um, yes. Because we haven't really been working on that. We'll have to do that for the next podcast. And well, obviously, we said Frank one last week. Um, you got one this week, or are you just gonna no, wait? No, no, we'll wait till next week. Okay. Uh, so basically, um, uh, for my contest, uh, 
you can go to our page at www.kvgtpodcast.com or you can go to, you know, uh, but I'm letting you know here. I want to know which zombie game would you choose to survive in? Dead Island, Left 4 Dead, or Dead Rising? And why? Like, why do you think you would survive best in that game? Or what, what, why is that the easiest one to survive? The best answer will, will be read on our podcast and will win. Before, I didn't want to give out what it was, but uh, I think I will. A Best Buy gift card. Cool. I think we've had uh, three, four, five entries or so so I far. Five or six, yeah. Yeah, and, and I know uh, it's kind of – today too. We, we, uh, didn't, we, didn't, we hadn't promoted it too much, but now that we're – now that. We're both promoting yeah, I, a lot I got more, my so. shit together on it. <laughs> <laughs> Send your answer to kvgto4 at gmail.com, obviously our email address, with the subject, Zombie Contest. Uh, we will be picking a winner on June 22nd of 2013, so enter to win. And you can also uh, comment on the post on our page if you want to do that. I'd rather get the email. but Well, uh, uh, people have been doing that. That's why I say that. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been on there to check the. the <laughs> yeah, well, just one person, but you know, I, so I figured might as well just say that. Might as well just say, go ahead. If if you want, you can either comment on the post on our website or email us. Yep, that's fine. All right, there we go. All right, now for, for our plugs. Um, as always, Pat, as Patrick just said, you can email us at kvgto4 at gmail dot com for any reason at all. Our webpage is kvgto no, no dot com. Uh, our Facebook is facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Um, I am at Soul Scribbler on Twitter. Twitter. Yes. And my um, that's my writing and more social one. My video game specific one is at kvgtjeremy. And Patrick is at? Big Solo 64 And if you just want to send... Um, if you want information on the podcast itself or send us a message to either of us, you can do so at KVGT Podcast. Yes. Um, I have a personal blog that deals with writing, um, both uh, writing fiction, basically, and that is awriterstruggle.com. If you want to know what Patrick's thinking, you can always go to... patrickstot64.blogspot.com, which I have been a little vacant from. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I'll get back on that. All uh, right. And nerdgasmnetwork.com. Nerdgasm Network at the nerd, at nerdgasmnetwork.com. Yeah, I was just going to say they're, they're still you always say You always just say the damn website. You never say the name well, of the podcast. It's anymore. obviously Nerdgasm Network if it's nerdgasmnetwork.com. Yeah, well. So. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, they're, they're still doing their thing every week over there. Um, they got their series challenge at nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. Yep, yep. If you want to check out a really cool website for reviews and, and podcasts and other podcasts and everything, that's extraplay.info. And as I mentioned the last couple of weeks, Functional Nerds, you can find them at functionalnerds.com. You have the No Quarters podcast at noquarters.net. And the Super Budget Brothers, where they take a game, play it, a budget game, play it, and rate it. And that's at superbudgetbrothers.com. You can also talk or uh, go and listen to Matt and Matt at Intrepid Audio Productions at beyondtheheadset.co. They have Daco. They have more than just a video game podcast. They also do a sports, a political, a TV, a movie. They got a whole bunch of stuff going on over there. Yeah, definitely check them out. They can do good stuff over there. And uh, just throwing this out here, I wanted to thank um, uh, an uh, online friend of mine, um, Lindsay Brokar. She's an, she's an author of the uh, Emperor's Edge series. Is she and, hot? 
I have not seen a picture of her actually. Oh. Um, you you can find if she, I just want to say a big thank you to her. Uh, she she tweeted she's been tweeting out a lot, but yesterday, uh, for no I mean not for no reason, but uh, just out of the goodness of her heart, she she tweeted out uh, KVGT podcast and and repped us over there. So I want to say, hey. say thank you to her. Um, her website is lindsayborocar dot com, and you can find her on Twitty Twitter. Twitty, huh? <laughs> Twitter at um, at Goblin Writer. Uh, she does her book series Emperor's Edge is probably in my top five book series of all time. Um, at a writerstruggle dot com, you can find a lot of information. Actually, I I wrote two different um, posts about um, her series, Hell series, and um, you can actually pick up her first book for free on. Well, pretty much anywhere, Smashwords, Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble. But check out our website for all the links, or check out my website for all the links, too. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan, and, and um, again, thank you so much for uh, tweeting us out. And thank you all. Actually, I'll even say she always retweets me, too, so thank you for that, too. And that's it. That's uh, it. Everybody should send uh, Frank a get well soon. Yeah, he wasn't feeling good for this podcast. He... Uh, he was hoping to make it on. Actually, I even talked to him. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, at least I pulled the mic away from me. <laughs> I know. Um, I actually talked to uh, Frank this morning, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll be on." And then this was at like uh, three o'clock or so, and about that's Pacific Standard Time. Yes, and uh, we're, we were we we set up to meet up online at five thirty, and I think it was like five. 15 or so he sends me a message saying dude i'm not gonna make it i'm feeling the crap my allergies are horrible uh he said his eyes are just blood red lately and um he actually thought he popped a blood vessel but it, it ended up just being allergies <laughs> that's how bad his eyes are so uh yeah i hope frank gets over that and um one of two things will happen. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'll say that. One of two things will happen. I'm out of town this weekend, so um, you'll either the next episode will either be just Patrick or Patrick and Frank. I will not be on it most likely, unless it somehow goes into the next week. <laughs> All right, that's it. Have a good week, and see you next time.